What's up, everybody? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee, Coffee and, and Cream. Cream. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to Coffee and Cream, a podcast about the college experience through the lenses of two college students. My name is Ray, also known as Cream, and I am so glad that you have decided to let Coffee and Cream grace your ears yet again. What's up, everybody? I'm Carly, also known as Coffee. We are glad that you are back with us this week. We have some things brewing, but before we talk about that, I want to give a special shout-out to one of my mom's friends from high school. Uh, you know who you are, Marilla. Hello. Um, she supports us so, so much. Every time I post on Facebook, she always says the nicest things in the comment. So thank you so much for all of your support. We love you dearly. Thank you. Um, now, Ray, I hear you have a brew for us. Yes, I do. Okay, so my week was low-key very uneventful. I went to a conference over the weekend at a different university. It was very fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, I was gone all weekend, and I'm back for today. It's Sunday, and we're recording this on Sunday. And I'm back tomorrow, Monday. <laughs> but then I'm leaving again on Tuesday for, an, like, another conference type thing. So it's been fun, but I think it's been busy. But that's fine. It's fine. Uh, when I was at the other university, I went to Chipotle for the first time. And that was shocking for a lot of people, but I've never been to a Chipotle up until Friday. And it was it was good. It's a lot like Moe's. It's like exactly like Moe's. Yeah, it's the agree. same you thing. Agree, right? Yes. Both are Tex-Mex, I'm pretty sure. Literally, and the menus, I mean, it's about the same Identical. thing. Identical. Burritos, bowls, etc. But I got a bowl, and it was a lot of food, I think. It was, yes. It was a whole lot of food. And their chips were so good. I really like their chips. Oh, yes. Um, but that was that. The Starbucks drink suggestion of the week is an ice matcha with soy milk and add four pumps of chai. It's very good. I got that suggestion from one of our other coworkers. And finally, I just want to acknowledge that life has been pretty good recently, and I think it's good to acknowledge that, but very blessed recently. Yes, I agree. My life has been also pretty decent recently. That's um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, first, before I say my actual brew, my dad, hello dad, um, I miss you, has completed the official heavy count. Like we talked about last week. Heavy. So we're going to reveal that right now. Ray had six heavies. I had seven. Two of those were explaining how my dad counts the fact that we say heavy. So I don't know if you want to count me as seven or five, but that's up to the people. Seven. And then Rachel said it once, but not. it wasn't the proper use. So technically Rachel didn't say it at all. She was talking about the cross and how it was heavy. Yeah, so she really didn't say it. Anyways, um, oh, he crunched the numbers, as he says. Uh, we said it 14 times in 29 minutes, which is once every two minutes and seven seconds on average. He's a mathematician. Oh, I wouldn't take it that far. He's a bug <laughs> guy. He likes uh, bugs, so. Oh, okay. He may be good with numbers, but I don't know. Um, so I went to a concert this past weekend and the World of Coke. I mentioned that a few episodes ago, or maybe it was the last one. I don't remember. I think it might have been the last one. <laughs> yeah. But it was so good. I laughed. I cried. It was just such a good release. I went with my best friend, Madison. Hi, Madison. Hi, Madison. Um, the World of Coke. I love the World of Coke. I have always loved the World of Coke. The polar bear is so cute. And if you guys haven't been, it's literally like a six-foot polar bear. <laughs> and he blinks. It's so cool. 
the tour is also very interesting. I'm more of a Pepsi person. Sorry, mm-hmm. that may actually get me jumped, but it was so fun. Also, the concert, I was yelling a lot, so that's why I sound like a little boy going through puberty, and that's, that's on me. I won't do that again. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, um, but... Also, for the world of Coke. No, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, for the world of Coke, if you've never been, there's like a room with all the Cokes from like oh, the world. Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. Come, yes. keep going. Keep there going. was one. <laughs> so when you first get there, there's like a person that kind of gives you a little bit about the world of Coke and like what it is, I guess, even though it's kind of self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. But he was like, there's one that tastes like barbecue sauce. I'm not going to tell you what it is because that ruins the fun. But me, Madison, and my mom all, you know, we tried it. My mom tried it first. Mm -hmm. It smelled like barbecue sauce. And it tasted just like sweet baby Ray's. (laughs) Not Ray's sitting across from me, but the the barbecue sauce. Right. The other Ray. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it was so gross. It was supposed to be like plum flavored Fanta or something. It was not good. It was from Thailand or Japan or something. It was not from the U.S. But um, anyways, after... I don't actually know if all of our viewers know this, but I have been having quite the medical issues. I've been in the hospital a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) Not my best moments. I've had a lot of doctor's appointments. So after like a month of all of that, I think this was just kind of the trip that I needed. I'm okay for anyone that cares, but... Period. And we care. Right, Right, please. Move on. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, one one last thing to mention. Okay. Okay. You probably don't remember. I was listening to our first episode in the car with my friends on the drive back today. Yes. And we said that these brews... Well, I said that these brews were going to be 30 seconds to a minute long. (laughs) We have consistently gone over five minutes. (laughs) For the brews? Yes. (laughs) It's really funny, but, you know, we talk a lot, so. Yeah, we we just want to talk. That's why we started the podcast. Period. And how, how much we talk is no one else's business. Truly, except for the people who listen, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Probably. Anyways, to get into this week's topic, I thought we could play a little game called Are You Smarter? Than a finance major. Are you Are you ready? No. You're gonna be- no, you told me that you were going to have questions, and I thought I was going to be able to look at them before you asked them Mm-mm. so that I could look up the answers. No, so Carly, <laughs> Carly has not seen these questions before. I worked on them over the week, but I also got these questions, like, I got inspiration for these questions from a finance major that I know. His name is Jared. Hi, Jared. I know you listen, so thank you. Hey, for Jared. The- thank you for listening. Thank you for the questions. Um... Question number one. When should a college student slash young person start budgeting? As soon as they get a job or have a source of income, right? Period. Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. Number two. What are the essential elements of a budget for a college student or a young person? Like what needs to go into the budget? Yeah. So um, there are like two parts, main parts of a budget. It's income and expenses. Okay. So what would you say would go into the income portion of a budget. I don't even know what you're asking. Like, income, like how much you make? Yeah, like sources of income. Jobs that you have? Yeah, it could be. Uh, side hustles? <laughs> yes. A job, which would be a paycheck. Side hustle. Under the table money? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I guess. I wrote down a uh, contribution from parents, which could is basically under the table money. Oh, perfect. So if you get like, I don't know, if your parents send you money, that can also go into your income. And, right. Um, I know for some people, scholarships sometime, like, 
they get refunds from scholarships, so oh, that can yeah, also yeah. count as income. Right. Okay, for expenses, what would you put in your expenses? Like, what are you paying for? Me, personally? Uh, or what do you think would be the essential elements of a budget for a college student or a young person? Okay, so it, assuming that they live in, like, residence halls, mm-hmm. uh, like a phone bill, mm-hmm. car insurance, right. a car payment, definitely groceries, right. gas? Yeah. Perfect. Um... Savings. Ooh, I didn't think you were gonna get that one. Um, for my budget, I always like put some stuff aside for like something I want. So right, and that could be like miscellaneous yes. expenses. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. One more. Ooh. Uh. It's some. It's like activities. Activities. Or like. Okay, I wrote down entertainment, but that's it's okay. like a broad category because entertainment can be like the streaming services that you pay for, okay. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever. But it can also be like a fun for like when you go out with your friends or whatever. Bowling. Bowling. I hate bowling. I hate bowling. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, now for the hardest question. What are four types of business models? What are the four types of business models? You I don't probably want to know this. Business model is. Can I have a hint? Um, it's like. No, I don't even know how to do a hint. Okay, business to business. There's like, they're okay. conducting business between businesses, and then there's business to us, and we are the consumers. Yes. Yes. And then there are you pay for it every month. Uh, you're subscribed to it. Subscriptions. Yes, and then there's like <laughs> on-demand businesses, which I'm not gonna lie, I also don't really know what that means. Perfect. <laughs> okay, how much of your paycheck should you be putting into savings each month? Like, percentage. I do 60. 60? Wow. Well, okay. Not for this job that we have currently. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I work at home at Publix, 60% goes to savings and 40 goes to, like, miscellaneous. Because I don't pay for, like, anything else. Right, right. Okay. So, the, like... Wait, isn't it 50, 30, 20? Yes. Yes. So, 20% should be going to savings. 50 is for expenses, 30 is for spending, 20 is for saving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good job. Right, I think it's 60, and it doesn't matter. Okay, final question. What is a portfolio? You probably will not know this. Uh, a Take portfolio? A like, mm-hmm. how you spend your money? Like, is it to keep track of how you do your money? No, no, no. A uh, portfolio is like a collection of assets. Like, all the assets you earn. It's mostly for stocks, though. So oh. when people say I have like a diverse diverse portfolio, they mean they have a lot of different kinds of stocks. Of course. Okay. Okay. So that was fun. But that was fun. <laughs> Don't ever do put me on the spot like that again. <laughs> we should do that more often. Yes, we should. I'll be doing that to you next week. Perfect. Uh, but as you can probably guess by the title of this week's episode, we are talking about financial literacy in college and for young people, which I personally think everyone can benefit from. To start off, I thought that we could share a bit on the role that money has played in our lives before we got to college, or became young adults, and more independent with our finances. Perfect. Carly, could you start us off? I would love to. So, when I was younger, money was kind of tight for a period of time, and, okay, my parents never really talked about their financial status when we were kids, Mm -hmm. and I think that was just like... We were too young to understand and wasn't really our business when we were young. Definitely. But growing up, we didn't have a ton of money for, like, extra stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my parents <laughs> my parents wouldn't take us grocery shopping after a certain point in time. 
Because we would just throw random things into the cart and like, yeah, we don't have money for that. You when know? I used to go in the stores, we cannot touch. Things. Exactly. <laughs> Do not touch that. Exactly. Don't touch it unless you go and buy it. Right. So that definitely made me appreciate the small things. And mm-hmm. I learned that at a young age. So that was pretty cool. But when I got a job, I would save religiously. Because when I got a job, I was 15. I didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of my friends didn't have a car yet. But I was working, so I saved so much to buy things that I had always wanted. Right. I wanted AirPods for the longest time, okay? Whenever I got my first pair of AirPods, I was just, I was on top of the world. Me too. I was the richest person. <laughs> I swear. But I got those, and I used them until they were dead. Mm-hmm. You know the AirPods that I had up until I bought my new ones? Yep. Those are the ones I bought my sophomore year of high school. And she's not exaggerating when she says, till death. Yes, they, they were. were so they were bad. barely playing music. I heard <laughs> they were. They were like max volume. They were still so quiet. I beat the life out of those AirPods. <laughs> um, regardless of the tight funds that my parents had, they did support all of us financially. Like they bought all of our first cars. Money is not really tight for my family anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, they're paying for college. Thank you, mom and dad. Thank you. Kisses. <laughs> <Not> the... <laughs> uh, but now I'm starting to realize that my parents won't always be there mm-hmm. to support me financially. And in a few years, I'll need enough money to, like, buy an apartment and stuff. And even though they'll be there to, like, if I'm short on rent, right. obviously my dad is going to be like, here's money. Take it. <laughs> but, um, like, I, I don't want to have to always ask them for help. You know, I, I do want to be independent. So I have to actually save. To be clear, I have been saving right. money. You, I mean, homegirl said 60% of her paycheck over the summer. That's, you've been saving. You've been saving a That's lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I feel like scratching for money. <laughs> if you if you need it, just look in your savings account, girl. <laughs> I don't touch my savings. Me my neither. parents, I'll be like, can I please have like 20 bucks for gas? And they're like, mm-mm, look at your savings account. And I'm like, I don't touch that. Like, I'll go without gas. I'll drive on E. I don't care. <laughs> I'll walk. <laughs> For real. I'll make Ray drive. <laughs> and, and she does. No. And no. That's not this episode. BS. Not this episode. <laughs> he drives to Walmart and only Walmart. Okay. So. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I okay. I have a story. So, as a kid, my brothers and I used to play this game where my grandfather would, like, hide money. And when I say money, I'm, I don't mean, like, bills. He would hide, like change around the house <laughs> and we would do like a getting warmer getting closer type thing it was like hide and seek but none of us were hiding he was just hiding money hot and cold yeah hot and cold but with money oh perfect and i don't know if that ever like shaped my perception on money growing up but i sh- i'm sure it had an impact i'm sure yeah. it did but the way we would be running around the house just scrounging for money <laughs> <laughs> but overall when i was younger i was fortunate enough uh, that money wasn't really a concern for me, or I feel like even if it wasn't a concern, I wouldn't know about it because they didn't really tell me much. Yeah. Or, yeah, I wouldn't pick up on things like that. You don't... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but getting into my teenage years, I viewed money as a way to get the things that you wanted, not the things that you needed. So, like, you know when you're young, you just view money as, like, I want this. I'm going to buy it with my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, it's not like a... I need to make rent, and here's my money going to that rent type thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good way of explaining it, but that's how I saw it. Yeah. It was, like, only for wants and never for, like, strict needs. You don't really need anything, though, at that age. Exactly. But, like, as I was, like, a teenager, so, I like, I kind of understood 
but like not to the fullest extent because yeah. I was a little bit naive on that. Anyways, uh, I got my first job where I was making my own money and I only had to pay for gas and could spend the rest on literally whatever. I started saving too when I was, I would save like $50 on my paycheck because I wasn't working too much and it was like school. I was doing school and still working. Yeah, that's what I did because Publix, you can only work so many hours a week when you're 15 or something. Mm-hmm. So it would just be like a set amount of money would go into savings. Right. Uh, also, Subtle Flex. I bought my first car myself. Yay! I, I don't know. I <laughs> My parents are really... Uh, they were, like, proud of me because I did it. And I was proud of me because they were proud of me. Ugh. Anyways, I got older and I realized that money plays a giant role in life. Uh, I started paying, like, my own bills. It was, like, nothing major. Like, I would pay my dad because he pays all of our bills, but I would put my money towards my phone bills and other things. Uh, I got my first overdraft, which basically means that I didn't have the funds, but I certainly tried to take them. It was a lot of learning overall, but... Yeah, I have have a question. Yeah. This is probably embarrassing for me if you don't do this, but if you see, like, a penny or something on the ground, do you pick it up? Mm Mm-mm. Really? Do you carry around loose change? In my car. That little drawer, you know? I don't carry around loose change anywhere. Not... Out in public, like that's that's weird. But if I find a coin on the ground, that's mine. <laughs> and Madison's dad, oh my, that man used to bully me so much for doing it. Say, look, you scratch it for money. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and even Madison will do it. I'm like, dude, what if one day I'm short a penny and this is the penny I need? I'm not gonna leave All it there. All those pennies in your car, be Ooh. so free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or in my piggy bank at home. <laughs> yeah, be- oh wait. I used to be so obsessed with little uh, like coin holders when I was younger. I used to I used to scrounge for change when I was younger too. Because oh I no, I do that now. I would put them in like the self counting jars. <gasps> I had one of those. I always wanted one. They're so cool. Yeah. I also had like this little bank thing where you could like use a fake credit card to store your money and then get it out whenever you wanted to. Oh. I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about, but I'll have to. I'll show you after. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so. Kind of like our different family dynamics, mm-hmm. we had very different experience with money as kids, but regardless of that, I think kids look at money differently than we do as adults. Yeah. So for a lot of our peers, especially the ones coming to college, money takes on a whole new meaning when they get here. Will you tell us about that? Yeah. So I think it's, well, for me personally, as an adult, I feel like I have a weird outlook on money because, or like... I think I have a word I look on success because for me, success looks like having the money to do or have what you want or have what you need rather, but also what you want. It's being like success means you have disposable income and that means you're in a good place in life. But overall, money equals life and like that's the basis of what I know and that's facts, I think. And you must have that money to maintain your life. I think that as an adult, it can be easy or as an adult, especially as a college student, it can be easy to get caught up in doing other things and just meaningless swiping of your card that you kind of lose sight of your, like, finances. Yeah. I know, like, when I was, when I was first, got my first job, I was a stickler for money. I was, not a, not a penny was being spent. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, and now, I just, I'm, like, swiping my card, I go out, I swipe my card, and it doesn't mean much because it's not me, like, actually handing over cash. So, I think it can be easy as young adults or college students to get caught up in doing that and find yourself in a bad place. 
Uh, I think also it's important for us to recognize that the importance of money does not look the same for everyone. Because a lot of people grew up very differently. So, I mean, even me and you. Like I said, I never grew up worrying about money. And you said at one point that money was tight. So I know that we both now have a different outlook on our financial place in life. Yes. And finally, I think that it can be hard as an adult in college specifically trying to work and maintain school. I know that's not the case for everyone because some people just go straight into the workforce and just work. But I think that it can be especially hard for college students to try to keep their grades up and maintain their finances and live comfortably and get the things that they want, but also the things that they need. Right, right. I, okay, so Ray already said it, but we see money very differently and feel very differently about money. All of my income right now is essentially disposable. Like I said, my parents support me financially 100%, so I don't have to worry about paying for school or really anything right now, so I'm just saving my money. Like, the one thing that I have to pay for is gas. And... It's not like I'm going anywhere, you know? Right, you don't drive anywhere. Ray drives the short distances, but long distances I drive. Either way, he will send me gas money. That's not the point at all. Um, To me, money is just something you kind of have to have. Like, you have to pay bills, but I don't care to have a ton of it. Hmm. Like, I don't see having a lot of money or a lot of disposable income as being successful. Those two things just don't associate to me. Right. Because my parents are successful, but they didn't always have a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, I don't know. That's just how I see it. Also, I'm going into education. Okay, I don't have money in my future. <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, no chance I will be rich ever. Even if I marry someone that makes good money, I still won't be rich. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's still not the point. Uh, I just think there's other ways to be rich. And I know that's, like, cliche and cheesy, but mm-hmm. I don't think money is what... It makes me rich. I think good people make me more rich. So, do I make you rich? I'd say. Aww, yeah, you and Rachel. Me. And our other, you know, co-workers. Eh. And no. Hey, friends. Uh, okay, so money looks different when you're an adult. That is clear. But I would also argue that there are some detrimental things that one can do, and things that I've personally done myself, so not too much. Heavy. That can make keeping up with maintaining our finances all the more difficult. Carly, do you have any personal experiences you can share? Or maybe things that you have seen other people do? Yes. Also, none of this is targeted. I think both of us have done these things that we're about to say. Yeah. So, no hate. (laughs) But first, if you're not using your meal plan, start using it now. Stop going out to eat. Especially for first years. That's a common problem. (laughs) Heavy. Um, Doing outside activities with your friends compared to, like, doing things on your college campus. Or, like... If you're not in college, just doing things at home with your friends. I think that, especially for college kids, there's enough activities on campus that don't force you to actually go off campus to do things. Yeah. Again, that's that's not us saying never go out and have fun. Please do. But, like, try to limit it because it can get expensive. Yeah, and I know a lot of universities, I know ours does this at least, but they will play movies, and they're relatively new movies most Mm -hmm. of the time, or they have... A bunch of events, like every day of the week. Literally. And nine times out of ten, they're free. Go to those. Uh, next, if you're not keeping up with how much money you're spending, 
major mistake. You need to be checking your bank and making sure that you're not going to overdraft. That's just not a good look. Literally. Why did you look at me when you said that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just talked about it. Okay, next up is credit card debt. Um, I personally... Okay, fun fact about me, I am terrified about debts and, like, uncertainty. So I don't have a credit card, but I I guess I do have debts because I'm paying, like, on a loan. Yeah. So um, for credit cards specifically, make sure that you're paying your credit card off and that it's just not building up over time. Yeah, I do have a credit card. I guess I could have said that because I guess I have experience. But the credit card that I have, the app... First of all, if you don't have the app for your credit card, why? Download it now. Heavy on downloading the app. Yeah, you just, it will literally tell you, at least mine does, how much you've spent, how far, like how many dollars you are away from your limit, and then when your next payment is due. Mm. And mine will send me reminders, like, hey, pay this. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> yes, and the late fees for mine... It's like $35. Lord have mercy. Yeah. And then it's, there's like a 25% fee. It's expensive to miss a payment. Don't do that. It's not (laughs) a good look. Also, swiping your card versus giving somebody cash. Right. You know, because if you're swiping it and then you forget to check, you can overdraft yourself. But if you spend cash, girl, you're set. Eh? Also, the way, I think people try to hold on to cash more than they like. A credit card, it's a matter of convenience. But, like, when I have cash in my hand, I, I will snatch it back from the cashier. I don't mm-hmm. care. Because, like, I don't know. It, like, means more to me just because it's tangible and it's in my hand. Yeah. And it's not a piece of plastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, online shopping, because you are bored or you want something that's on sale or you just got paid and you want to go shopping. Yes, I'm guilty of all these things. But online shopping... <laughs> <laughs> it can become a problem. Uh, it has <laughs> become a problem for me. Okay, I, I don't have a problem. Those well, Y'all remember those shoes I was talking about a few episodes ago? Still have not bought them. So, Carly, not too much. <laughs> that's on me. That's on me. But yeah, definitely online shopping can be a problem. And I think it's important to realize that having like the latest shoes or whatever and like the name brand type things isn't always everything. And sometimes you can go to a Goodwill and find some good stuff. So. Heavy. I agree. Some people buy their textbooks instead of uh, renting them or borrowing them. Yeah. Huge mistake. If you... I'm trying to say this and not make me sound like a bad student. Also, also taking account that some universities make their students buy textbooks and don't have, like, a rental system. Yes, but you can, like, rent them or buy them or not buy them, borrow them from different websites. Oh, yeah. Or you can buy them for very, very cheap. Granted, they're used, which... I don't really think that's an issue. Mm-mm, All of my textbooks have been used. Our university does have like a buyback thing, so we get them essentially for free so long as you return them. But if you're buying them, you're going to use them for one semester. Literally. And then you're never going to touch them again. If you buy them, you're stupid. Sorry. but <laughs> Unless you're in like med school, I guess. But if you're taking a gen ed class and you buy the book, you're stupid. Also, um, if some schools have like Facebook pages where students are selling old things and a lot of the books from like... If they update the book every year, it'll always be on there the next year. So definitely exactly. look for other outlets other than like buying brand new. Exactly. You don't need a brand new textbook. Be so serious. Be serious. Um, next is not applying for scholarships. I think that a big misconception when people come to college is that they think scholarships are only for seniors in high school mm-hmm. and like maybe first years. 
But even after your senior year of high school and you're like into that college, you can still apply for scholarships offered through the college. Yes, and there's a lot of them. And there are, for our school specifically, I know, there are ones that can be specific to your major or your minor mm-hmm. or like... Where you're from. Yeah, financial situation. A lot of... A lot of them now have to do with diversity. So if you're diverse, like there are LGBTQ plus ones, mm-hmm. like that is free money. Literally. Why aren't you money. taking free money? Um, <laughs> anyways, not using the resources on campus. A lot of universities have math tutoring, people that will check your papers, people that will look at your, uh, what is it called? A resume. People that will look yeah. at your resume. Don't pay someone to do those things when it's free on campus. Literally. Also, same goes with, like, using a gym off campus. Because most campuses have a gym. For free. For free. Well, nothing's free, really. You're paying it in fees somewhere, but also you're probably paying significantly less because it's a culmination of all students paying for it. Exactly. Don't, Don't use stuff on campus when it's free in the moment for you. On campus. In walking distance, I'm sure. <laughs> Heavy. Yes. Also, I don't know. Okay, the outside activity things. A lot of schools, smaller schools, mm-hmm. mostly. Athletic events, free. Why aren't you going to them? Yeah. I Take advantage of what's offered to you. Cause, yes. I don't know. Like I said, you're paying for it. You may not know that you're paying for it, but you're paying for it. Maybe a little bit, but you're still paying for it. Yes. And it's, it's in your statements. but yeah. Right, right. It's basically free. So, go. and We use. also mm-hmm. need to take advantage of the... I don't know, Carly, what? Ray Lexiao. <laughs> I think it's also important to take advantage of the student <laughs> discounts that are offered in, like, the places around you. Uh, a lot of places, like fast food especially, also Dunkin', we love coffee. And yes. American runs on Dunkin'. It Not does. Not sponsored, though. Unless you want to. Um, <laughs> Dunkin' offers a discount here. Also, places like Bojangles... McDonald's, I'm sure. I'm not actually. I'm not sure about McDonald's, but you have to like ask about student discounts because if you don't ask, they probably won't tell it. But a lot of places around here offer them ten percent, twenty percent off your order. Yeah, and all you have to do is show like your student ID, mm-hmm. especially in college towns. Yeah. Like okay, back home, they don't really they don't really do that because yeah. where I live is not a college town. But here, you go anywhere and give them your card, and they're like mm, student discount. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Fear not. Fear. Your college career and young adult does not have to be filled with financial anxiety, like our friend Ray over here. Uh, <laughs> there are <laughs> there are some tips that we have for you that you can practice to ensure that you don't run in, into any unexpected financial struggles. Right? Please. Yeah, so we probably mentioned a bunch of these earlier, but using your meal plan that you already paid for is the most essential part of probably your college career. Um, if you move off campus, it doesn't matter. But for freshmen, because the freshmen, you have to have a meal plan, uh, please use it, because you will go broke if you are going to cook out every night with your friends. And cookout's not that good. Sorry. Oh, you're going to get canceled. You're going to get us canceled. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, understanding the difference between needs and wants, like I said earlier, um, as an adult, it's probably essential that you do that uh, I think that if you're still in college, you probably have a bit of a leeway because you have your parents or family as a cushion for many people, not all. But please, please understand that you do not need the cookout tray. You want the cookout tray. 
<laughs> Facts. Um, keeping a record of what you spend, my dad always used to tell me, write down what you spend, because uh, especially for, like, if you go out to restaurants and you, like, write your tip down, people will try to scam you by, like, writing extra numbers in, mm-hmm. and that's just one instance, but also keeping track is a good practice to have. Yeah. Um, pay attention to your banking statements. Carly and I both know this, because we both got our credit <laughs> cards hacked. That was um, so sad. Make sure they match up with what you are actually spending, and that goes back to keeping a record of what you're actually spending, because, like... You won't know if there's fraud because you probably won't remember if you spent $150 on a jacket or not. <laughs> um, I also I also think that if possible, you should find sources of passive income. That's yeah. just like not an actual job because like I said, college is busy and young adulthood is busy. And you may have like a, a full-time job. But if you can find like another source of easy income or passive income, then I would encourage you to do so. If If, of course, that's something that's feasible for you. Um, saving money. Please be so for real. Um, if you, <laughs> if you are just spending your money willy-nilly, and you are just... <laughs> in the who is willy and who is nilly? <laughs> I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> if you're just spending your money, and you're not saving anything, you are ill-prepared for the future. And okay. maybe, maybe you're a freshman. Maybe you're a freshman. Maybe you don't think it matters now. You it should does. start saving as soon as possible, because things are expensive, and they're only getting more expensive um, that goes into just starting to plan for what your future may look like. I did this assignment the other day. I looked at like a salary for a job that I could possibly get in the future. I tried to buy a house off of it. I tried to pay a car payment, uh, pay off loans, etc., etc. And it's very hard. It is. It's very hard. And it's nice to start thinking about those things right now. So, if you are maybe at that stage of life. Start maybe looking at a budget. It's important. Yes. Budgeting is huge. Uh, Some student workers, I don't know if everybody knows this, but some of us get monthly stipends. Ray and I do. So budgeting is a must because getting paid once a month is kind of difficult if you're not used to that. But at home, I get paid weekly. And again, 60 goes into savings and 40 is for like whatever I want. Uh, Treat yourself. That's important. I don't know, like, don't yeah. Don't make it hard on yourself, just all of your money is going towards your expenses, and then everything else goes to savings. Make make room to treat yourself if that's something that you can do. That's really important, actually. Yes, and then for passive income, stuff like house, pet, or babysitting is a super easy way to make money. Mm-hmm. So easy. Um, and then, again, asking various places if they offer a student discount. That 10 to 20% really does make a difference. Heavy, and does. And don't don't be embarrassed to ask. I'll ask anywhere. I don't care. I'll ask anywhere. You got a student discount? Student discount or what? Yeah. I, I whip out that, that student ID and I'm like, do you see this? Mm-hmm. Do, do you, you know who this? I am? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm a broke college student, please. Um, using the stuff provided to us on campus, like tutoring centers or going to the events, whatever. It's free. Go to them. It's fun. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. If you're bored, go to sporting events. Like we said, most university events are free for students, especially at smaller universities like the one that we are at. Yeah. Just take advantage of what is literally looking you in the face. Literally, if it was a snake, it would have bit you. Exactly. I mean, go take advantage of it. Yes. Alrighty. So to wrap up, I chose this topic because I have a ton of financial like stability anxiety. I don't really know why. I, I, I never experienced it in my life. But once I got older, I just started worrying about it. Um, and I think that 
talking about it and talking through these things can reduce a ton of stress. Also, I think that when you come to college or leave the umbrella of your parents, no one really prepares you for the reality of supporting yourself financially. And I mean, yeah, you learn about general stuff. Maybe you took a finance course in college, or maybe you learned about it a little bit in high school. But there's a lot more things that go into being like a financially stable adult that nobody really talks about. I think that it's important to start the conversations now and to start looking towards the future. Carly, do you have anything to add? Yes. There are a lot of ways to learn about becoming financially stable, and I am so almost positive that your college campus have, has some sort of class or club meeting or something about this topic. If you are struggling, and I don't just mean financially, talk to somebody about it. Asking for help is not a bad thing. I think it's very important to know that you can ask for help, yeah. especially when you're young. Like, mm. come on, you don't know everything. Be for real. Um, but anyways, though that may not always solve your problems, it will certainly help. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, like you said, there's, um, even if it's not your major, take like a finance course, like the base level finance course that your college mm-hmm. has to offer, because it can offer a lot of insight into the things you probably should start looking at. And I'm grateful that I'm doing it, and I do not like math. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Alrighty, uh, let's wrap up. As always, we wanted to take the time to thank you all for listening to this episode of our podcast. It means so much to Carly and I. We really appreciate y'all. Special thanks to our friends and families for their constant and continued support. Special thanks to Jared, the finance major. Thanks for your help. Also, ooh, I forgot. Jared, he, I asked him for like a piece of advice that he would give to the people who are starting to think about their finances. And he says that knowing the basics is the most important part. So. Happy. Thank you, Jared. It's not hard to start. And a special shout out to y'all finance majors. Y'all are certainly better than me. Finally, remember to be safe, be financially smart, and don't go broke in college. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.